Welcome to Lowering the Rim. You go to the hole. It's done. We tell them about practice, man. <laughs> And we're back, back, in a big way. Ian, I am hyped right now. LTR is back. We haven't done it in a while. Um, I'm probably going to cool off in the next two to three minutes, which is a little bit sus. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That comment comment was very sus. (laughs) We're here. We're going to do a great show. You've got the lineup for us, so I'm going to let you take it away with the topics, and then I am just going to come in with some terrible wit, a little bit of annoying humor, and see where we go. Okay, great. Well, you know, we're lowering the rim again, and we're going to just hit some of the same topics that we always talk about. We, You know, Kyrie's back in the building. Lakers might miss uh, the play-in, let alone the playoffs now. The Warriors don't look that great. Maybe fool's gold to start the season. Celtics were the team to beat until they lost their big man. I think he might have a meniscus tear. And the big question is, will Brooklyn make it out of the play-in? Last but not least, I heard a rumor that Paul George and Kawhi may both be back for the playoffs. You didn't even see that on the rundown, did you? Oh, shoot. He's got sneaky topics. What? All right. What would, do we need to start from the bottom and go up or what? Okay. PG, so... PG is supposed to, we're recording this on, what is this? Tuesday, March 29th, almost 8 p.m. Eastern, not quite, about 7 till. And PG is supposed to return tonight. He's supposed to play in the game tonight. Yes, I heard that they both went to Germany. They got some great treatment. <laughs> I'm kidding. I know. Uh, what's yeah. the deal? How, how come Paul Germany George... is the one who has all the treatment? I mean, what's going on there? <laughs> uh, seriously, though, I did see that Paul George is coming back. I want to say it was a... – I didn't know it was tonight, though. I thought they said he was going to play – want to say against the Mavericks maybe I don't remember but I saw he is coming back for sure yeah, that he's maybe. already been playing five on five with the team the Kawhi one I don't see that happening I mean I haven't heard anything mm, but how know, do you go but, from but like, hey that's the key you have not heard anything Kawhi didn't talk about what's going on that's true I don't know if he knows what's going on one day he's in San Antonio. The next day he's training in New York. Next thing you know, he's on the Raptors winning a championship. That's true. Who knows? I mean, maybe he's back, but don't you think it's just a bit far-fetched to go from what is he almost two years he hasn't played at all to all of a sudden he's going to be a monster in the playoffs? I just don't see that happening. You already see like what Clay looks like. You know, it's not the same. So. Mm. The PG thing, that's probably – he'll probably look relatively normal, but we'll see. I don't know. I don't know if I buy the the, the Kawhi hype, but I might get hand-palmed by him. All I'm saying – all I'm saying is if I'm the Suns or the Grizzlies and I got the one or two seed, I do not want to see a fully stacked Clippers team in the first round. 
Okay, so if you're the Suns, don't aren't you not scared? Even if that is a possibility, I could see maybe Memphis because Jaw has been injured, and they're just young. They have like no playoff experience at all. But I don't know if I'm if I'm the Suns. I don't. I'm not really concerned about that. I think they've kind of shown that no matter what they're dealing with, they they just keep winning. Yeah. And they're yeah, pretty the, deep. Yeah, but at the end of the day, if you've got uh, Kawhi Leonard out there, man, and if he, if he looks good, I think that's a tough, tough team to beat. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Speaking of Memphis, by the way, I saw this crazy stat uh, about Memphis. So this was put out by StatMuse because Memphis is doing really well this year, right? And the, mm-hmm. the, the, the thing is, is uh, they do really well whether Ja is playing or not playing, which is a real curious situation. Yeah, they're 18-2 and two without him. Yeah, so StatMuse put this out. They put best win percentage in NBA history, 1996 Bulls, 87.8% win percentage. 2016 Warriors, remember that's the team that went 73 and 9, 89.0% win percentage. The Grizzlies without Ja Morant, 89.5% win percentage. <laughs> So without Ja Morant, without their best player so far this year, they have the greatest win percentage in the history of the NBA. So what I'm hearing is what sort of trade package can they get for Ja Morant? Man? <laughs> He's getting shipped. Is that what you're saying? He's gone. No, probably not. Gone because during, during that 73-9 and nine season with the Warriors, I don't know if you remember, Steve Kerr was out with a bad back. I think Draymond suplexed him or something. I and, think that's uh, why they kept winning, right? Luke, well, because yeah. They remember, did. they went on their best run of the season without Steve Kerr. I think Luke Walton's record was like 30 and three or something like that. And so everybody was talking about how, you know, Steve Kerr isn't that great of a coach and maybe Luke Walton should be the coach. And hey, it, it kind of worked out for him. He got the Lakers job, then the Kings job. And I don't know what job he has now, but. <laughs> Um, doesn't surprise me. I, Kerr is a good coach, but I think he is a very inhibiting coach specifically for that team. Um, so, yeah, when I hear that they were at their best without him, that just not a shocker at all. I think he reigns yeah. in Steph way too much. Yeah. Uh, we've seen that this season with Jordan Poole. It took him a whole season to finally kind of let him let him go. Yeah when he could have done that way sooner, I just think he's a bit stubborn in his tactics and doesn't adjust to the personnel he has. So do what's the, do they move if they, Kerr if they, over to the side and put Atkinson in charge? Well, that's what I was. Remember when ask. Atkinson just took uh, took Brooklyn to another level with a bunch yeah. of. This was before they had Kyrie and KD and. Well, they brought him in. They brought Atkinson in to be their de- young talent development guy because that's what he's known mm. for. And they've got all that young talent. And Joe Lakeup, a.k.a. Joey Lightyears, uh, 
is the one who really wants to do the whole, hey, let's win now and bridge the gap for the future. And I wonder if the Warriors do flame out. I mean, I think Kerr probably has enough clout in the organization that he's not going to get the boot. But I bet if they have a flame out this year, I bet there will be some, uh, yeah, some discussions about what changes need to be made. And NBA teams usually make that coaching change pretty quick. Ian, here's the real question. Why didn't they move off Wiseman? They could have traded him for something decent. Yeah. That's a, that is really looking like a big mistake now. Yeah. You know, I saw somebody say um, Wiseman right now is somewhere between Joel Embiid and Greg Oden, and nobody really knows which which story is going to unfold. You know yeah. what I mean? Is, is he going to end up being Joel Embiid, or is he going to end up being Greg Oden? And Yeah, and I don't even mean it in the sense of, like, this guy is a, is a Greg Oden. I just mean for the team that they have and what – for them it's championship or it's a – the season wasn't a success. Yeah. They didn't need him. They did not need him. And they could have traded him for some, something, uh, you know, probably at the beginning, middle of the season yeah. for like a, for more of a win, let's win this season type contribution. And that's why I don't, I really don't understand why they just decided to ride with him. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yep. Well, Andre Iguodala was actually recently critical of the front office, basically kind of questioning whether or not um, this whole plan of trying to win now and bridge the gap for developing for the future, whether it's a good idea. I think he used, I mean, I'm paraphrasing, I'm not quoting him here, but he used kind of like the, hey, it's a bit, it's kind of disrespectful to the the guys who you know, help build this thing and basically was insinuating that the front office should do everything they can to build a championship contender now uh, with the guys that they've got rather than saying, Hey, we want you to go out there and play with 19 year olds. When did he say that? Just recently. It just, it was like a day, a day or two ago. Yeah. It's like, I mean, I, when, you're never gonna draft Steph Curry ever again. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, what are you guys thinking? You can't. Well, I don't know. Is Jordan Poole the next Steph Curry? No. <laughs> no, I do like Poole, but uh, you don't just. I I what what team has drafted back to back? Like, I mean, Steph Curry's like a once in a lifetime player. How you're yeah. not gonna draft that again? Yeah. So yeah, I agree with that sentiment. If that if he's said that like you should want to win right now this is this isn't going to happen again you know yeah so um do you think the warriors were fool's gold with that fast start to the season and looking like a contender because right now they don't they look like just a train wreck yeah i mean steph has obviously been out but (laughs) it's like it's like they're losing they're losing games that i mean Clay Thompson, Draymond Green are still on the floor. Jordan Poole's having like a historic season. Andrew Wiggins was an all-star starter. 
I mean, all those guys are playing, and they're, like, losing to the Orlando Magic. Yeah, I think probably the one that really got all their fans' myocarditis to flare up was scoring 80-whatever points on the Magic. Yeah. That's just, like, not only did you lose to one of the worst teams in basketball, but you couldn't even get to 90 points against one of the worst teams in basketball. Yeah. Oh man, that's like everyone's palpitating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's rough. Um, I think honestly though, I think it's somewhere in the middle. I don't think they're this bad. And I also don't think uh, you know, their fans are probably panicking, but I don't I think they're discounting experience in the playoffs. You know, anybody that's played any sort of organized sports knows that winning in just your regular season is not the same as when you know there's stakes on the line. And those guys, you know, compared to like a Memphis or, you know, even a Dallas that I guess Dallas has a little bit against the Clippers, but those guys have so much playoff experience. That's the kind of stuff that you see a team outlast another team in a series because they start to melt down because they've just never been in the situation before. Right. So I still think, honestly, I think they're going to be, you know how they talk about like, Oh, I wouldn't want to see Brooklyn in the first round. You know, they talk about how the six, seven, eight teams are the ones that all of a sudden could scare you. I think that's what the Warriors are going to be this year. They're going to probably, I mean, they might get the fourth seed, and then it's possible they bounce the Suns in the second round. You know what I mean? Because they, it's like, oh, we didn't want to play the the Warriors that so soon. Does right. that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think there's a real possibility they they fall to that uh, uh, four spot. Yeah, and then. Um, I think they would – yeah, because Dallas will probably win tonight, and that will only put them a game and a half back from Golden State. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so I it looks like Golden State may end up being playing against the Jazz in the 4-5 matchup, although the Nuggets are really close to the Jazz too. So, man, I think if Golden State has to play the Nuggets, that could be really tough because they just – they don't really have the bigs to deal with Jokic, but who knows? We'll see. Either way, it's like if they can't beat the Jazz or the Nuggets, then they're not really a contender, and it doesn't matter anyways because those guys only want to play to contend, and if they, they can't beat one of those series, then it doesn't matter. Yeah. I think they're going to be a different team in the playoffs than what they've shown the last couple of weeks. I guess I think so I'm too. Saying. If they're all healthy, I think they can kind of figure out some of the chemistry on the fly. But yeah. Kerr is going to have to have his A game. I mean, that's where it kind of comes back to Kerr a little bit. Like he's going to have to be ready and willing to adapt as needed on the fly because in some of the situations, it may just be like, listen, Poole's got it going tonight. Clay doesn't. You're going to have to bench Clay, you know? Yeah, I honestly, I think more than health, that is like the uh, determining factor of what happens in the playoffs. I don't know if I, I don't know if Kerr can, because like what you just said about Clay, will he bench Clay? Probably not, even though maybe it would be the right move in the game. 
Same with Wiggins. You know, he just he'll prioritize defense and size. So he'll play Wiggins even when maybe okay, Wiggins needs to sit here, Kerr. So I that I think that's more of a factor than the health because I don't I think Steph is just getting he's just got a chance to rest and by the playoffs Draymond will be back in shape so I think those guys will be fine I don't know about <laughs> I wonder if we're gonna see some Festus this Neely game seven type oh man <laughs> type change ups that are really uh, inhibiting what the Warriors could potentially do. Yeah, that still is so baffling to me. It's like <laughs> literally this is the last quarter of the last game of the entire mm. season. And if I'm a coach, I'm going, okay, I'm playing all my main guys the entire fourth quarter, and I'm just going to space out our timeouts maybe some fouls, some strategic fouling that we do to stop the game so guys can catch yeah. their breath. It's like, whatever I have to do, I am not putting Festus Azili guarding <laughs> LeBron at the three-point line in a game seven. Like, what the oh. heck are we doing? All right, so let's jump, to, let's jump to the Lakers now that we brought up LeBron. Are the Lakers I was gonna really going to miss the play-in? <laughs> are they see? seriously going to miss the play-in <laughs> tournament? Did you see his ankle roll? Did you see it? I did. It looked pretty nasty. Oh, my gosh. It looked like he broke that thing. Yeah. And he kept playing on it, which you can do. I mean, like, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know how bad that particular ankle roll was. I mean, it looked really bad. But I've done that before where I roll it and you tighten your shoes. You keep playing. But then the next day, it like swells up and it's really messed up. You know what I mean? Obviously, he's not playing tonight against the Mavericks. So I don't know how bad that ankle is. But I wonder if for him, like if you're him, do you just kind of milk that and just shut the season down and just go, you know what, I'd rather not even make the play in? I don't, yeah, I don't even think it's milking it. To me, when I saw that, I'm like, okay, it's shut down time. That looks... That thing Too looked bad. wicked. It yeah. was like, I mean, it's was it past a right angle? It might have been past ninety degrees. Yeah, well, I, I think I don't I know if he wants the to floor. keep. Yeah, I don't know if he wants to keep playing on that. So I'm yeah. guessing that that might have been, especially because you know, Dave is Davis. I mean, there's talks of him coming back, but why? Especially yeah. after this, like, why are you bringing him back? Yeah. What's the point? Well, assuming, he looks way better on the sidelines than those, uh, you know, Halloween outfits he's wearing. <laughs> he's got some <laughs> wild outfits. Um, so assuming they lose tonight, they're tied with the Spurs. Now I don't know who has the tiebreaker, um, but they and would that basically would be the nine, the ten spot. I mean, yeah, they would have the same yeah. record as the Spurs, and the Spurs have a super easy schedule to finish the year. So, I mean, and the Lakers actually have a a, a tougher schedule. So it's highly likely, you know, now the Pelicans and the Spurs would have to keep winning while the Lakers keep losing. So, because they're all kind of bunched up there, but Mm -hmm. I wouldn't put it past the Spurs. I think the Spurs could for sure, you know, get more wins here at the end than the Lakers. So I think they could definitely pass them, but that'll just be wild if, uh, if LeBron 
ends up being a, the 11th seed and then simultaneously wins the scoring title. Oh, which, is he is he the leader right now? He last I Before saw he was the leader. Now I don't know. Yeah. I actually don't know how they do the scoring title. I assume it's average. I points thought it was just game. total points. I thought it was just total points. Oh, if it's total points, then yeah, I I, I doubt he would win it because Joel Embiid and um and Giannis are up there. But yeah, I'm gonna look that up real quick while we're. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm not sure. I, I would just speculate that once his, I don't know, once his ankle touched earth like that, I'm, yeah. I would speculate they're, they're going to shut it down. No, it's the Is highest, that, it's the highest points per game average in a given season. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so technically you could just play one game and get like 60 well, points and then I win bet the there, title. I bet there is a, uh, I bet there's like a specific number of games you have to play. Um, I'm trying to look for it now, but. Uh, okay. Yeah. That would, that makes more sense. Maybe a minimum of 45 games or something. Yeah. Maybe um, more than that. Yeah. And he just had a 39 point game to end the, you know, in his last game. So. Does he have a no trade clause? Like they can't trade him, right? I don't know. I don't know. I just they... wonder if Lakers fans come off season are like, "Hey, can we unload LeBron and get a huge package well, back?" LeBron, and try to... LeBron maybe like, can we unload LeBron? <laughs> <laughs> Where would he go? I don't know. Cleveland. Um, let's go back to the um, Kyrie can play in every game. Now. Hey. We remember a f- few weeks or months, however long ago we did a pod. Remember, I, I gave you my prediction that by the playoffs, he will definitely be able to play home games. And look uh, what happened. It happened before. Now, what I like about this scenario is that they, I don't know if this is the first time because I don't know NBA history that well, but would they possibly be the first eight seed to make it to the NBA finals? I don't, I don't, I don't think an eight seed has ever made the NBA finals. I think they could make the history best, maybe a six seed. Let's see. Lowest. Because um, it seems like Kyrie is just out for everyone now, doesn't it? When, like when he plays, he's just a man on fire, a man yeah. with a purpose. He is just, it's like he's working the drive through at McDonald's and just giving everyone you know, 40 piece McNugget. Yeah. Yeah. As they drive through. (laughs) He's fun to watch. Yeah. I just think that would be an awesome story to see them go from the eight seed to the NBA finals. Um, Okay. Here you go. Only in the NBA. In the NBA. um, Only, only the lowest ever to win the finals was a five seed. And that happened once in a four seed only won it all once the number one seed um, of the 66 NBA champions, 64 of them were either a one, a two or a three seed. So the one seed has won it 47 times. The two seed has won it 10 times and three seed has won it seven times. 
Um, All right. Well, you heard it here first. An eight seed going to the NBA Finals. Yeah, that would be via the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, that's more than it's more than plausible. So I'll let you guess. Do you know the team? Oh no, it was a. uh, Let's see. This says it was a six seed. Uh, Here, let me let me double check this here. Um. Oh, only one team seated lower than four has ever won at all. And only one fourth seed has ever won at all. Um, but the team that was lower than four wasn't a fifth seed. Um, it was the Houston Rockets. I was going to let you guess that. Sorry. Uh, it's okay. I would have never... <laughs> <laughs> had a clue of what team it was yeah uh houston rockets in 95 they were six seed and uh and went to the finals went to the finals and won it all those were those two years that jordan wasn't in the nba oh that's the uh elajuan cried clyde drexler yeah elajuan clyde drexler uh vernon maxwell robert ory vernon maxwell mm, by the big, way. Have big you- shot bob yeah, have you ever seen Vernon Maxwell's like ongoing Twitter feud with uh, Utah? No, what's the oh he is so story funny. time you with got, Ian? You got to check out some of his tweets. He's just basically he just is always trolling Utah, and uh, one of his best tweets. And I'm not going to get it exactly right. Wait, what, what's it. the origin of this? First, why Utah? Well, because they played in the West, and that was back when Utah was good. Remember, that was one of their rivals. Was John Stockton, Carl Malone era, um, okay. and he's kind of trolls the the Utah crowd, and you know the Utah crowd has some certain stigmas and stereotypes to them. Uh, but he has this tweet that it was like, "Hey." it starts out with this just big long apology. Like, Oh, I'm sorry about my comments that I made to the Utah fans. Um, you know, I didn't mean, to, I didn't mean to hurt anyone, blah, blah, blah. And it's this long apology. And it ends with, if I knew that Utah had the internet, I never would have sent this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so oh, good. Fire. Yeah. So Vernon Maxwell, check out his, uh, his, twitter uh trolling of the utah what has this just been like years he's been doing this or i don't know i mean i discovered it maybe a year or two ago but yeah maybe it goes it's been going on and it's just good content yeah it's a good it's some good nba twitter fodder for you (laughs) so anyways we kind of got off track there but brooklyn yeah if brooklyn so brooklyn could go in as an uh they could either be a seventh seed or an eighth seed so right now they're slated to play the Cavaliers and whoever wins that play in game would be the seventh seed and play the Philadelphia 76ers, which that is actually the scenario that I think everybody is rooting for. Wouldn't you love a Brooklyn versus 76ers first round, especially oh. if Ben Simmons came back? Can you imagine oh. Ben Simmons in Philadelphia playing basketball in a playoff series? Is he supposed to come back? I thought he was done for the season. Yeah, they're saying well, I heard that I heard that there's still a chance he'll be back by the playoffs. 
Okay. Now, who knows? Wow. I mean, it's a I guy who hasn't played. That. He's had an epidural in his back, and he hasn't played for <laughs> – he hasn't played since uh, he passed up his wide-open dunk against Trey Young. Oh, my goodness. I Okay, I didn't know that he might be coming back. It's the whole Kawhi conversation all over again. Yeah. Um, it, even if he doesn't come back, I the NBA marketing team wants that series. I oh, mean, yeah. it's just – that wound is still pretty fresh. <laughs> well, do you think the do you think the 76ers will try to uh move up or down the rankings to miss him? Oh, uh, I don't know. Honestly. Although they may but not I, be able to do much because like they're in position really to be the one or the two seed right now. Although yeah. Milwaukee and Boston are tied with Philadelphia. And Milwaukee see, now and Boston Boston might keep going down a little bit. So maybe Philly holds it. Yeah. Either way, I would love to see Brooklyn. And it seems like uh, KD in those environments just plays even better when people are just like shit talking him and just being nasty. He like becomes a better basketball player when that happens. I love it. KD and Kyrie, man, they just. I love like seeing them in those moments. Um, but I, I don't know. Like, I don't, I believe in Brooklyn's talent, but man, they, it's, I'm still just shocked that they're as low as they are. It's like, how come you can't, I mean, they're just barely above 500. Well, wasn't it just because KD was gone for so long? And then they obviously they didn't have Kyrie for yeah, most of I mean, that. I guess. I guess, they, but they had Harden. I mean, it's like that's it's not true. like they but didn't he have wasn't talent. really. I mean, if you saw Harden, then it looked like he wasn't trying. Yeah, that's true. But they do also have a couple oldies, so that could be. I mean, Blake Griffin is past it. Uh, Drummond's a little bit past it. Yeah, Patty Mills is still good, but he's older. Who else are they throwing out there these days? They got Nick Claxton. Who else they have? Uh, they got Andre Drummond. They got Seth Curry. They oh, have, they have Seth Curry. That's yeah, nice. you said Patty Mills. Um, they've got uh, Bruce – what's his name? Bruce Brown. I was about to say Bruce Man. Bowen. That's a old Spurs reference. If they had Joe Harris, I think it would be a wrap. Yeah. But he's Although Joe Harris was season. horrible in the playoffs last year. Was I think he? Patty, I think I mean, Patty Mills just... and Seth Curry are fine. I mean, they're fine in that spot. Blake yeah, Griffin, if he can shoot. if he can give them anything, you know, that'll be that could be good. Yeah. Um they've got some but other it's also, young guy. Oh, go ahead. I mean, it in a playoff setting, they have the two best guys other than Steph yeah. and LeBron. Yeah. To just all right. We're no one else is touching the ball. <laughs> you yeah. two are just gonna finish this game for us, you know, and they just ISO. So, yeah, it's, it'll be exciting to see. I, th- I, again, I think Kyrie is like on a mission now because he's been uh, just sort of completely vindicated. Yep. So, what do you think of the Celtics? I mean, they've been like the team to beat lately, they've just been bulldozing teams but i believe their center um 
um, blanking on his name. His nickname's Time Lord. Robert Williams. Robert yeah, Williams. So two questions for you. Yeah. Um, this one's not a question, but he is. He's done. He's having surgery on that knee or on the okay. ligament. Um, oh yeah, torn meniscus. Two questions yeah. though. Why do they call him Time Lord? That's the first one. I don't understand the nickname. I like it, but I don't understand it. Yeah. Well, uh, to answer your first question, it has to do with something that happened in his rookie year. Um, I'm not sure what it was, what the event was for. It might have been a team event or something, but it was like uh, the the bus was departing at a certain time or the plane was departing at a certain time or there was some sort of press media thing that he was supposed to be at a certain time and he slept through it. He did. He like missed the, he, he wasn't on time. And so some, somehow that evolved into calling him time Lord because he, okay. uh, he is the keeper of time, I guess now, or uh, yeah. Whenever I hear the nickname, it just makes me visualize back to the future. Yeah. I don't know that name. Just, it sounds like it would have something to do with time travel and the DeLorean. Yeah. But... Second of all, I had no idea that Brad Stevens did not coach the Celtics anymore. Oh, really? <laughs> I had no idea. I just found that out, like, I guess, two, three weeks ago. They yeah. got the Spurs assistant coach up there now. Yeah. And Stevens yeah, well, is doing, like, he took Danny's job. Yeah, man. I tell you what, Stevens is a shrewd operator. He, he took the Butler Bulldogs to glory said, all right, I'm going to go to Boston, coach them up for a little bit. They never quite materialized into what the hopes were. And he said, you know what? Maybe I'll just slide over into the front office. <laughs> Dude, he, he should be called Parlay Lord. Yeah, He's, seriously. He has just keeps upgrading man yeah. yeah that's genius move by him you know you know he's from zionsville indiana right no i did not know that yeah he is a zionsville is he, really? he went to Z- played basketball at zionsville high school so he's got those what indiana the? indiana hoosier basketball roots uh connecting all the way back to larry bird Okay, this I did know about him. So you're talking about now he's just like the GM or whatever, which is just, yeah, like you said, he keeps upgrading his career. He started as the Eli rep yeah. and then just quit to do the little, the, what was Basketball. he, a high school coach or something first. Yeah. Or no, he was an assistant, like a video guy at Butler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dang, he was working that... for Eli Eli Lilly and then left to go coach basketball and turns out to be a good decision. It's one of those. Yeah, that dude knows what's up, man. Yeah. It would be so interesting to talk to him about it. Yeah, it's one of those uh, bet on yourself situations and uh, it turned out right. Um, but your original question, something about Boston. We're going to have to yeah, time you... back to that. Yeah, um, yeah, Time Lord back to they I were looking think, like the unstoppable team in the East. I mean, they just kept bulldozing everybody. Yeah, I mean, I think the defense is real. But again, I just I don't know. I really like Brooklyn because even if you have the best defense in the league when Kyrie and KD are just down in you in the fourth quarter, yeah. you there is no answer for that. So 
Yeah, I don't know. I would still say Brooklyn or the Bucks are most likely to come out of the East. Brooklyn or what the say Bucks? you? Okay. Yeah, I don't trust the 76ers. No, no. So uh, you know, I'm not I'm not picking them. Um no. I like I've said before, I do think the Nets have the highest ceiling. It's just a matter of can they get the chemistry right? Can they get something rolling? I thought Miami would be what the Celtics have been the past few weeks. Like I thought they were going to be the ones who just kind of, you know, things start clicking at the end. And I don't know if you saw it, but uh, they got into a fight recently. Jimmy Butler and uh, Spo and Udonis Haslam got in a a fight that was actually during the Warriors game. Um, they Over got beat what? By, Why they is got Jimmy beat by always getting in a fight? <laughs> I don't know. They said it wasn't anything. They said it wasn't a big deal, but it didn't look good on TV. So I don't oh, trust was the it like heat. the whole KD thing all over again, where he ends up leaving because they got in a fight on live TV. Uh, I don't think it's like that. At least not right no. now, unless it's unless there's more to the story, but. <laughs> Um, yeah, I would say, I would say if I had to pick, I'd pick the bucks just because you've got a team identity and a group of guys who know what it takes to do it. But I would not be surprised if it was the Celtics or the heat or the nets. I think all of those teams could be the team. I don't see any of the other teams making it out. Like, I don't see the Bulls. I, I don't trust the 76ers. I think we're going to see another hardened epic collapse. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Cavaliers, I mean, they were, they've been a cool story, but they're, they're not doing anything. Neither are the Raptors. Yeah, they're just one of those regular season teams. Yeah. It's just – it's different in the playoffs. Yeah. So, if I had to pick one, I'd pick the Bucs. I would have been more um, – have to think twice about picking the Celtics, but now that they've got Time Lord out, missing time. Um, <laughs> again. Again. I I just – I think he was such a key part of their, you know, backcourt defense that – I don't know. You really need that, I think, in the playoffs. And um, I do like that the Celtics seem to have an identity now, which is really good, but I just – I don't know. I think – you're not riding the Tice Tice baby. No. No. Tice Tice isn't going to do it. Um, he's from Germany, so maybe that's why he's so good. He gets all that German medical treatment. <laughs> they call it um, prehab over there. <laughs> prehab. There's yeah. no such thing as rehab. <laughs> yeah, prehab. We take care of it on the front end. Yep. All right, what else you got, Drew? A lot I think of that, German I think, slander. I think we hit all of our key topics for tonight. What are what's what's your uh, lightning rounds, random thoughts, questions, comments here? Um, let's see. Right off the top, I'm gonna have to say, uh, man, I can't think of anything. We go Trey yeah, Young. Okay. We go New York Knicks. We go what's going on with LaMelo Ball and Charlotte. Are the yeah. Portland Trailblazers tanking? What's going to happen with Dame Lillard? Why is 
Bradley Beal been out all season? You know, I mean, yeah, all Bradley Beal's going have. to Miami. They've kind of already made that clear. Yeah, you think so? He's Gonzo. Yeah. I mean, he okay. he basically came out and said that something to the effect of, you know, the money's nice, but also Miami sounds great. Who? Why would you even say that? But that does make me wonder. Does that mean they're going to have to um, move Tyler Hero? Because he's mm. due up, he's like Jordan Poole. He's due up for the, yeah. all right, let me get the real money contract now. Man. And they, there's no way they could keep Hero and also bring Beal on. Mm. So Hero might be, uh, might be going to, I don't, you think he ends up on the Lakers or something? Or I have no idea. It's tough to see the guy that, you know, it's like they, that's his team, you know, that's his home. But yeah, yeah. he might be gone next season. Yeah. So do you think um, Dallas could be a sleeper team that comes out of the West or who would you pick out of the West right now? I was going to ask you that, but me personally, I don't think Dallas is for real. Yeah. They, I just don't, I don't see it. It's like, yeah. cause Luca is kind of like, it's not the same, but it's kind of like Harden ball when he's with the Rockets. And I just don't see that style winning a championship. Yeah. Um, I, I think, did see. Sorry, go ahead. Oh no, go, I was just gonna. I was gonna talk about Phoenix real quick, but go ahead. Yeah, what about Phoenix? I was just gonna say, I think Phoenix are the safest bet. They just have a clear team identity. They're really versatile. They've been there before. They know what it takes to get back there. Um, you know, and they keep winning even without baby Steph. Yeah, yeah, I think. I just think they're the most likely. Now, Golden State could, like, pull it all together at the last minute. I just think, man, that's a danger. They have the talent to do it, and they have, like, you know, some of those, obviously all the the experience. But, man, I just think it's hard to pull all that together when you have all these guys coming off injuries. And, like, Clay, Draymond, and Steph have only played 11 minutes total this year together, which is just crazy. Yeah. So, Ian, are you secretly rooting for the Suns to win it all just so you can see Chris Paul retire and be done? I actually, you know, I (laughs) I actually um, like Chris Paul more now on the Suns team than I ever have before. But here's a scenario: what about what about this for a championship? Wouldn't it be wild if Kawhi and Paul George came back and the Clippers? And the Nets, both eight seeds, rose to the top. That would See, be. This is the sort of content I want. I like this. That would be oh. one of the craziest kind of turn of events. Like all these dudes who didn't play most of the year, or a majority, or all the year, like Ben Simmons, Kyrie Irving could only play halftime. Paul George only played a little bit at the beginning of the year. Kawhi Leonard has been sitting out. And then they just make it to the finals. I mean, would that not be like one of the biggest indictments on why in the heck do we have an 82 game season? Yeah, it would definitely prove your point about this is the way we can improve the the NBA. Yeah. Also, we'd get to see playoff P, which <laughs> yeah, playoff P. And maybe he'll reenact that P. Gatorade commercial that he famously made. Yeah. <laughs> while in Indiana. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> Dude, Kawhi, um, Kawhi and PG, that's like MJ and Jordan. I mean, man, MJ this, and Jordan. MJ and Pippen. Uh, <laughs> this is my favorite scenario. I haven't heard anybody say this. I really want this to happen now. Yeah. Two eights in the NBA Finals. It would be pretty uh, amazing. After having zero eight seeds in the NBA Finals, it's like yeah. we believe on both sides of the bracket. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, let's they... say this happens, Ian. Let's say that our dreams come true, um, and this happens. Who takes that series? Who if... Who would you put your money on? Kawhi and playoff P. <laughs> uh, I would <laughs> or honestly, Ka- I would Kyrie probably. And... I would probably go with the Clippers because I trust Ty Lue more than Steve Nash. Ty Lue, Ty Lue is a great coach. Steve Nash has never done it. Um, yeah. So I would trust – I think I would trust – and now the flip side of that is KD and Kyrie both know what – I mean, they've both been in those moments, whereas yeah. Yeah. Kawhi would be the only one really on the Clippers because PG's never been there. You think – the Clippers are a deeper team. Um, I don't know. I think they're similar. Yeah. Uh, I think they're similar, and like uh, all their guys seem to know their roles and are productive in their roles. You know, like I liked Terrence Mann. Luke Kennard is good. Reggie Jackson, obviously, like he could he can score thirty on somebody. Yeah, you know he's a real interesting player. Um, they got one of the Morris twins. Um, I can't remember if it's Marcus or Marquis, but um, you know Zubac is a good player. I mean, they just have their. I think they both have like versatile players. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a matter of like threading the needle with the chemistry with their star guys. Wow. So yeah, that would be that would be a pretty fun uh wrinkle to the season. This is what I want now. I mean that this is it. <laughs> this would make the whole NBA season. Well, so and the other thing, the other thing too that would be funny, like some of the irony of it is um, you know, the the Lakers not making the playoffs while the Clippers make the finals. <laughs> um you know, uh, and then the whole 76ers Brooklyn kind of dynamic of like, oh, Ben Simmons couldn't win in Philly and now he's in the finals. <laughs> it's just, and you know, those... Kawhi has always been kind of, uh, I, I don't know if I would say outspoken because he doesn't talk that much, but he's always been in that camp of, I'm not playing the whole season. This is the yeah. waste of, and boy, talk about, taking that to a next level. I'm not going to play for a year and a half and then I will be in the NBA finals because I don't have to play in all your regular season games. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's, he's something else, man. Um, But when he's like, when he's on, man, he's, he's really fun to watch. Okay. Here's something. He's very robotic. This is something I saw about, um, his new shoe that just came out. Yeah. The, the outsole and then wrapping up on the, the midsole is mm-hmm. his actual palm print and finger, no. his whole hand print. 
so it's you like can wrapped gra- around the shoe yeah you can grab it from the the outsole and see how big your hand it will actually how small your hand is compared to his hand because his whole hand shape is built into the shoe Wow. Now the shoe is very ugly, but I thought that was a cool feature that you can actually measure your hand against his right That's on. That's cool. That is cool. Yeah. yeah. I think it would probably just, uh, not do much for my self-esteem though. <laughs> <laughs> you, you'd realize that you have sort of a, uh, sort of a Kindle sized. I'd be like, do I have, do I have ch- child's hands or what? <laughs> Oh, you just have those little clappers, <laughs> the little clapper hands, and his looks like the foam finger. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, that was—I thought that was a cool touch. All right, what else you got? Any other lightning round topics? Uh, that's it. I would like to end on Kawhi's palm print. Okay, uh, we're hoping that Kawhi uh, puts his imprint on this year's playoffs. <laughs> See what I did there. You heard it here first, folks. Clippers, Nets, two eight seeds for the NBA Finals. It's history in the making. We're making history. 2022. We're back. Go ahead and parlay that in Vegas. See how much money you you take home. Yes. Put the house on it, guys. Come on. Your house isn't that big a deal. (laughs) All right. Well, Drew, until next time. Uh, for all of those loyal listeners out there, we may be doing some live instant reactions after uh, some of these playoff games coming up. So be sure to tune into that. Live stream coming. We will be doing what Ian said. Just follow us on IG. It's lowering the rim. Ian, until next time, let's bring that rim right back up. Thank you for listening to another episode of Lord.